Get back in control with Off the Wagon, adventures in emotional eating, health, and weight loss. Each episode containing fork-sized mindset tweaks, perspective shifts, and lifestyle hacks to get you back on the wagon. Whether it's habit change, emotional eating, addictions, weight loss, willpower, or relationships, there's something here for you. So let's get on the wagon and get down the road to your goals with me, Christy R. Hall. Welcome to episode 53. So here we are, back again at the beginning, again, another year, and If you're like me, it's possible you're sitting down and thinking about all years past. Yes, I do this at the beginning of the year instead of at the end. I used to make New Year's resolutions and get excited about the possibilities of weight loss and eliminating emotional eating forever and getting off of sugar and finally getting my act together, you know, just generally getting it perfect. And at some point, I transitioned away from the excitement over the hopefulness of another year's accomplishments into a feeling of failure and disappointment over all the years I had made the exact same resolutions, only to end the year in mostly the exact same place. Each spring, I would have a conversation with myself saying, this is the last year you're going to wear this size or these clothes only to pull them out again the very next spring. And I had the same conversations in the fall, and it was kind of depressing. I mean, it's not really that big of a deal to not make any progress when you don't really sit down and reflect on the fact that you're making no freaking progress. And I mean, starting over tomorrow or next Monday will do that to you. Before you know it, you've wasted a lifetime of Mondays, And the goal never manifested and the dream never got here. It can be heartbreaking, soul-crushing, and yet still not enough to make you change things. Not enough to make you get off your hiney and do what you said you wanted to do. I mean, how often do we do this? Declare that we've decided we want to make life changes and they're happening now only to fall back into the old familiar patterns hours, days, or even weeks later. It happens all the time. To most of us, in fact. Because change is hard. And if it weren't, then more than 80% of us wouldn't fail at our New Year's resolutions. But before you decide that you must not really want this, otherwise you'd already have it, think about this. If you didn't really want it, why would you spend so much time, money, energy, and effort on it? I mean, chances are you bought things to help you accomplish it. Books, programs. You've tried to get help either through a social network or an organized group. You may have even spoken to a therapist to get help to help you break through and move forward. You've spent hours planning how to do it, what to do, hours reading about it, and hours learning from other people how they've successfully done it. You've listened to gurus and followed all kinds of advice. You've cried, you've journaled, 
You've prayed. How can you, for one minute, seriously suggest to yourself you don't really want this? You've done a lot. I get it. But the thing is, do you really think that reading a book will actually solve your body image issues? Listening to this podcast will make you an emotional eating master? Purchasing a thigh master will take you to your desired weight? That idea is the single bullet of problem solving. The idea is based on the concept developed during the Kennedy assassination, whereby it was proposed that a single bullet was responsible for all of the damage caused during the event and remained completely intact. I sometimes call it the magic bullet, but we see this kind of thinking in the world all the time. The news and media convince us that a magic bullet is what started all of the problems. Marketers and advertisers tell us that a magic bullet will solve our problem. But hopefully, if you're here, you realize it's a lie and that it's not really the way the world works. It's a series of failures that causes the plane to crash, just like it's a series of events and situations, thoughts and beliefs that make you the way you are and make you choose Oreos over chocolate chip cookies. Growth and change always takes work, sure. And smart people look for efficient, not necessarily easy, paths. They understand that there aren't any really universal magic bullets or secrets, other than to say that what works for you works for you. Honestly, that's the hardest part, finding what works for you and persevering until you find it. And again, advertisers and marketers have made this easier through the promise of the third and maybe even more dangerous magic bullet way of thinking. And that's the kind of magic bullet where we believe that once we do it, have it, or achieve it, that we will be happy, fulfilled, or successful, or perfect permanently. This bullet is the one most of us who've been on diets ultimately buy into. That this diet will be the last diet. That this time will be the last time. That this way will be the way that gets us where we want to go. In fact, it's always been that end goal promise of happiness and perfection that has made me so focused on getting there yesterday that I have made almost every journey I have ever been on damn near brutally unbearable. And I think more than anything, and I wish that someone had told me this sooner, if you're going to be on a journey, you might as well do the best you can to make it enjoyable. And I did that, making my journeys brutal, because I didn't understand the nature of what it was I was trying to accomplish. I thought of weight loss, body love, emotional eating as items on a to-do list that I needed to check off, like schools that I needed to graduate from, 
where I would get a diploma. Someone would shake my hand and it would be done and I would never have to deal with it again. But that's not what this is like at all. And if I had realized that sooner, I'd have been much better off. So, but that's not to say that it can't be done. Rather, we have to change the metaphor, the way we think about it. And we have to change our expectations about what getting or having or achieving that outcome will bring to us or give us. We can't think about body image like we think about going to the grocery store. On Friday, I'm going to love my body because every day is a new experience in your body, new sensations, new aches and pains, new wrinkles, new illnesses, or even new health or freedom from disease. Each day is a new chance to adapt to whatever is going on and happening for you and to you. The same thing goes for your weight. It's not a bill that gets paid when you reach a goal weight. After all, what happens in two days when you slip back over that number? Would that be like the power company saying they didn't get your payment? Weight loss, body image issues, even emotional eating is more like a road trip with no map to a destination that you've heard about but have no proof actually exists. I mean, people say they've been there and they've seen it. Someone maybe sent you a postcard or bought you a t-shirt. But all the roads between here and there have been destroyed. All the maps burned. And you have to figure out your own path using your own intuition and checking with others you cross on your path. But when I say it like that, it makes it seem desolate and post-apocalyptic. And maybe it is. But you might also think of it like you would think about setting a goal for yourself to never lie again. So let's say you decided that you would never lie again. Do you realize what you'd be signing up for? That means telling the truth. Every time you don't feel like doing something, every time you say you're busy and you're not, every time you say you're fine and you're not, every time you say, I like your blouse and you don't mean it, or nod at the waitress when she asks if the food is good and you wish you had a bag to gag in, lying, even the little white lies we tell are habits. Little behaviors we learned from a very young age. And those behaviors are sometimes the hardest ones to break. In fact, I'm often amazed at how even now as an adult, I can struggle to create even the most healthful and easy habits using all of my habit stacking skills and abilities. While at the same time, I can't manage to override simple habits of thought and speech like looking both ways before I cross the street, even when I'm trying to do it on purpose. I mean, I can do it, but I feel very uncomfortable doing it. And that's more like what the emotional eating, body image, weight acceptance journey is like. It's like 
trying not to look both ways and cross the road. It's like trying not to automatically answer, I'm fine, when somebody asks, how are you? Can it be done? Absolutely. Is it possible that you may slip up one day and answer, I'm fine? Yes, it's a distinct possibility. And you have to be okay with that because I'm fine is just a part of who you are. Just like emotional eating is a part of who you are. You can't surgically remove emotional eating and continue to be the same person. What you like, what you don't like, how you act, what you respond to, what flavor ice cream you like, your favorite color, your favorite flower. That one time at that one place where that one thing happened that one time, you know the one. That thing that you just now thought of, no one else listening thought of that. And that's what makes you, you. And everything you've ever done, ever experienced, ever felt, ever thought, ever believed, it all makes up you. All the good stuff and all the not so good stuff. So today, I want to invite you to rethink how you think about your journey. Are you looking at it as an item on your to-do list, an accomplishment? Or are you looking at it like a journey without a definite destination? And a more interesting question might be, if you knew there wasn't a specific concrete destination, no way to actually know that you got there, would you still want to go? And then the second part is this. If, because you were never really going to get there, because there isn't a there to get to, how can you redefine your successes? How will you know if you're having any? Using body love as an example, chances are you won't find yourself one day just overwhelmingly in love with your body. More likely, you'll have days where you're okay with it. Other days where you're not as okay with it. And it's all on a spectrum. So how will you determine your wins? How do you reset or recalibrate your expectations so that next year you're not looking over the past 365 days thinking of how little progress you've made and noting all the little ways that you've failed? I hope this has been helpful for you today in spite of sounding like a downer topic. My goal today was to give you a different way to think about your journey. If you're going to be doing this, you might as well enjoy it. If it's going to be a constant burden and a slog, then perhaps it might be better to make peace with where you are and consider focusing on things that give you joy. Life is too short to not do things that you love with people you love doing them with. If you have any questions or concerns or just want to talk to me about this topic, I would love to talk to you. You can find me on Facebook at fb.me forward slash coach Christy R. Hall or at my website www.christyrhall.com. 
Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.